Today's message is brought to you by the partners and friends of Kano's International Church. Are you ready to go up another level in your faith? Today on Dash, Dr. Dixon gives us the steps to developing an uncommon faith. I want to talk about developing your faith into a place of an uncommon faith. The faith that will begin to bring the uncommon blessings. I don't know about you, but I'm not believing God for the ordinary. If you have just said, I'm fed up with living just an ordinary life. You ever been there? I was there at one time. If so, it's time to trade your average faith for the kind that brings extraordinary results. That's the hour that we're in. It's time to develop this uncommon faith. Okay, you need to meditate upon the word of God. It says, Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Isn't that good? Maybe you're asking yourself, what's the difference between feeding on the word and meditating on the word? Because I told you, you got to continually feed on the word. So now I'm telling you, you got to meditate on the word. What's the difference? Well, feeding on the word is reading and learning what God has to say. Meditating is spending time thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. Come on. And then what? Applying the word to your situation. That's the difference. See, faith begins where the will of God is known. You can't walk by faith if you don't know his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You've got to know what God's word has said and is saying. And so, you see, faith begins where the will of God is known. His word is his will. His will is his word. And see, you can't have faith in, in God's word if you don't know what his word says. All right? All right. So, and, and the best way to learn faith is the same way you learn a foreign language. Total immersion. Got to get in it. When you immerse yourself in an atmosphere of faith and let it be the only language you speak, it'll be your first line of defense in any situation. You know what? Uh, a lot of kids took Spanish in school. I didn't. I took French. I took French the last two years of high school. Then I took it all four years in college. Oh, I just enjoyed it. I really did. I made A's in it. I loved the language. I enjoyed it. But I didn't continue to speak it. I didn't I didn't immerse myself into it and continue to speak it. Well, you know what? Here I am, decades later, I went to Paris, France. And of course, yes, they speak French. <gasps> All I knew was we. Oui. <laughs> that was the only thing I can remember. But in hearing it, you know, some of it, when you heard it, you know, you could revisit a little bit of it, but I hadn't immersed myself in it. And because of that, I couldn't even relate. I didn't know what was being said. I did not understand it like I had before. That is the way when, if you stop getting in the word of God, you lose touch with your relationship and the connection of speaking the same language. God's word is his will and his will is his word. And you'll find yourself, you know, not really knowing what's being said or how it's being said because you don't immerse yourself. So when you immerse yourself in an atmosphere of faith, you've got to allow the word of God to begin to be known on the inside. And then what? You start speaking the faith language. Faith language, what is that? Calling things that be not as though they were. And no matter what situation, you use that as your defense. So we're not only going to 
uh, meditate on the word. Next step. Oh, I'm making it on through this. Act on the word. Isn't that good? James 1 and 22, uh, the New King James Version. You got to act on the word. Okay, feed on the word, meditate on the word, act on the word. All of these, and it's so good. It is so good. All right, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourselves. Mm, 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 mm. Deceiving yourselves. You know, when you know what the word says, you meditate on it and you apply it in every situation. I'm telling you. And when you do that, you're going to find yourself acting on it. You'll find yourself acting out by faith and putting your faith on the line in every circumstance until it just becomes a way of life. It becomes a part of your character. Uh -huh. That's your first line of defense because it is the final authority in your life. Because <laughs> you're feeding on it. You're meditating on it. Now you're acting on that word of God. That's what it does when you begin to meditate on God's word and applying it in your situation. Then you're acting on it. No matter what you're put in a position concerning your faith. That's your faith line. You draw a line. That's what you believe. You believe the word of God. And that's the only way you act is by speaking the word. You act on that word and you speak it in faith. Faith grows when God's word becomes a vital part of your daily speech. Your faith will begin to grow. I talk uh, to my grown children as well as my grandchildren. Whenever I hear any little word, I say, no, 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 we don't say that. No, 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 we do not want to say that. Why? Your faith cannot grow if you're not saying what God says. Yes, it's always something. If it's the common thing, fair, you're not common. I'm trying to tell you, if you're listening to me, you are not common. You have uncommon faith. You believe for the big things. You believe there is a great God. That that you're believing for, you don't have the wherewithal to bring it to pass. You believe in God to do it, and he will do it, but you've got to have this uncommon faith and believe God. Draw the faith line and stand on it. God will lift you up, and you'll keep going higher and higher. Oh, he'll prove himself every time. Act on that word and see God's word come to pass in your life. When you do that, God's word will take dominion over everything that Satan is doing, has been doing. Why? Because God has given us dominion on this earth and everything in it. Genesis 1 and 28, you know from the beginning. <laughs> and Jesus' victory on the cross has given us authority and dominion over the works of the devil. Luke 10 and 19. Okay, y'all know that verse. Uh -huh. Step on scorpions. Uh -huh. Over all power then. Uh -huh. All of that. Glory to God. See, Satan doesn't want you to know that. Because that causes you to feel confident. Uh -huh. then he doesn't want you to be confident in the word of God. But you can. You can be confident on it when you start acting on it. Act on what you know. You don't have to know Genesis and Revelation. No. You get a word. You read that word. You act on that word that you know. And I'm telling you to be so good. You will want to know some more. Glory to God. You'll find yourself taking dominion. So I, I, I sort of hear someone saying, so what is dominion? What, what does it mean to take dominion? You see, it means if something, something sort of gets out of line, you put it back in line. Oh, oh glory to God. <laughs> With the word of God. Oh, yes. You don't let your body or your finances tell you what to do. Woo! No, you don't. Uh, if they get out of line, you take authority and you put things back where they belong. Oh, the devil doesn't control you. You are led by the Spirit and filled with the life of God. You are not common. 
You are you have that uncommon faith. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. You are not only meditating. You are not only believing and receiving. You are not. Uh. Uh-uh, you are. Acting on that word of God, not on my circumstances, but on the word of God. And you let every situation know you don't control me. You don't manage me. I control you and I manage you. Oh, in God, good. Oh, he's a good God. Yes, he is. Hallelujah. So in other words, if you believe this, then you should live this, manifest this. Operate in this and what be this. Ah! Oh, yes, speak the word, rebuke the devil, and take authority over your life. That's an uncommon faith, and that's the life you and I were meant to live. Dash is a 501c3 organization supported by partners and friends of Carol Dixon Ministries. All gifts and support are tax deductible and can be mailed to P.O. Box 24831, Detroit, Michigan 48224. And remember, Dash is always on.